and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Fairhaven Health brings you the milk, Milky's Milk Saver on the go, the mini version of the wildly popular original Milk Saver that collects your leaking breast milk. And today's episode is also brought to you by Momzelle. Momzell offers stylish, comfortable, and quality nursing clothes at a great price that help you feel good breastfeeding anytime, anywhere. And we will hear more about our sponsors later. But right now, Diane, do you have our review of the week? I do have our review of the week. So this is from Cabaselli, who says that this is required listening for every breastfeeding mama. This podcast should be required listening for every mama who wants to breastfeed. I was introduced to it by a mom I met at our local breastfeeding support group when my second baby was about nine months old. I quickly caught up on all the old episodes and listened every week. I so wish I had known about it when I was pregnant with my first child. I've learned so much and appreciate the common sense perspective Diane and Abby provide. They bust common myths and give you the confidence to trust your body and your baby. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And I wish we were around when you were having your first baby too, but we were not, sadly. So... No, and nobody knows to do this stuff with your first baby. Oh, my gosh. No, it's like, oh, let me check out a podcast. Let me do all the research, the right research. Like, nobody, no. that's the whole problem is that it's not, it's not like easily, it's not easy to find. No, and who's and thinking it's about what, it? Right, exactly. And no one's handing it out to you. No. They're, usually the information that's being handed out to you is wrong. I mean, you're in such a fog, you know, trying to like just maneuver your way through life and keeping yourself and a human alive and it's right. just who's trying to find information anywhere i don't know right i don't know how people are doing it sometimes yeah well you did it <laughs> we all uh, did it. we all do it yes i'm always amazed by people that contact me and they're like oh i i found you on google like who has the wherewithal and yeah. you're like <laughs> middle of the night non-sleeping recovering from childbirth haze to Google yeah. something like I yeah. can't even that, I feel like that's all I did oh my god Probably, just... maybe when you had kids that wasn't the big thing but now that's like what everyone's doing googling <sighs> why yeah. does my baby hate me <laughs> why I was like that's what we're doing oh my gosh I know. and that's the problem is because when you go on to Google all of that information is terrible I mean you have to accidentally find the good stuff yeah you know? yeah and it really like God, as part of my degrees, when I was, you know, when I was finishing up my degrees and stuff, um, a lot of it was about like research and about, you know, like looking for journal articles and peer reviewed and, you know, how to do research and all of this stuff. And it's like, so now when I look at when I Google anything, I am looking for very specific things to know, is this a legitimate, you know, legitimate information? People mm. don't know to do that. You well, know, like, I have I have degrees too, and I didn't know how to do that either when I had a baby. Yeah, it's yeah, it depends on what you're I like, knew, what you're learn, what you learned. I in knew school. how to do that. Yeah, I knew how to do that with like social work stuff, but I didn't know you had to do that with breastfeeding stuff. Right. I'm like, let me just Google this. I'm looking for this information. Here's some information. Okay. I didn't know that there was this, I this mountain, this avalanche of terrible, terrible information. Oh my god, I know. Well, this isn't what the podcast is about this week. So, <laughs> in true form, we are um, on a tangent. Yes, we will maybe someday talk about how to find the best information. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we'll do that another time. 
Today we're going to talk about something more fun. Not really, but important nonetheless. Right? Yes. So, yes. Today we're going to talk about biting. And biting. Uh, biting is a really big problem because um, it really hurts and it can cause open sores. And even if it doesn't, people want to stop. And it's biting ruins breastfeeding relationships all the time because people don't know what to do about it. And um, there are some things that you can do. Yeah. And we, I mean, this is like one, this is a really common, common problem. Whether your baby's biting you all the time or whether they've done it a couple of times, um, it's, it's problematic. And it gets really gets in your head, man. Oh my God. Like, I was just going to say that because I have people like in breastfeeding class prenatally who tell me I'll breastfeed till my baby has teeth because they're afraid they're going to get bit. They just think it's like an automatic thing that their baby's going to bite them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's not necessarily the case. It could happen, yes, but it's not a guarantee that it's going to happen. And there's yeah, things my that kids you can never, do. Yeah, my kids never. My kids bit me, each of them maybe once. I had one out of three that bit me one time. Yeah. And that was it. Like, it really, it is not something that. It's not, yeah. yeah it's not a guarantee that no. your baby's going to bite you. It's just so horrible that when you hear about it, you're scared of it. Well, and, because, you know, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, I've had moms that told me that their babies just bite everybody and everything. Yeah, right. And, yeah, and some people's, yeah, some babies will bite the boob every single time you put it in their mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, except when they're eating. Right. Because they can't. When they're actually drinking and swallowing milk, it's not possible. And I think that's where the the um, confusion lies, you know, because I think yeah. people don't realize like how breastfeeding works when you haven't had a baby yet, you know, and like you're thinking about this and okay, I'll breastfeed till my baby has teeth or whatever, but babies have to have, in order for them to transfer milk and to feed, they have to have their tongue over their gum line and they are not going, they can't physically bite you that way. They can't. Right. It's impossible. So if they bite you, they're not eating. You know, I mean, they're just like doing whatever. Usually what I tell mothers is that when your baby is old enough to bite you, and this is, I mean, they're teething. First of all, I think it's important to make sure mamas know that, like, they're not doing it on purpose. They're not like, let me terrorize my mother because I can do it. You know, like, it's not, let's see how much I can put her through already. You know, it's not like that. They're just, they're teething and they want that pressure on their gums and they've got these new things in their mouth. Like, they're just, there's stuff going on there. So yeah, if you take your boob out of their mouth, they'll put something else in there. They'll right. bite whatever. They're not purposely biting your boob. It's not like a this is not it's not a breastfeeding related thing. It's a this is something in my mouth and I want to bite it because my teeth hurt. Right. Absolutely. So what I usually tell moms is, you know, by the time your baby is teething or has teeth, they are usually at least over four months old. I don't think I've seen a baby get a teeth before four months. I'm sure somebody has, but yes. I have not. So usually it's at least four months. So at that point, you know, your your breastfeeding relationship is typically in a different place than you are as a newborn. You know, like you're comfortable. You usually, you know, like pop your baby in your arm or have him in a sling or, you know, do whatever. And you're looking at your phone or you're, you know, whatever you're doing. You don't have to pay that like 
such close attention that you do when your baby is a newborn and you're, you know, holding them with both arms and you're watching them and you're making sure the latch is just right. You're not doing that anymore. So you just kind of pop them on and you do your thing and maybe you, you know, maybe you're sleeping, you know, maybe you're sleeping, the baby's sleeping, whatever. If they're, and then what happens is they doze off or they're not done and you're not paying attention and that's when they bite. It's never like during the middle of the feed. Right. So that's not possible. Right. It's not. So we have to go back to kind of watching them again and just not letting them stay on and comfort nurse if they're a biter or, you know, if they if you notice that they're dozing off, take them off, you know, so that way you kind of avoid that biting part. Yeah. The dozing off thing, I, I, that was something that even I didn't have biters, but I became an expert (sighs) at, at laying them down on the bed, nursing them to sleep. And as soon as they started to get slack jawed, I would stick my finger in there really gently because it wasn't, they weren't suctioned down in there anymore. So it wasn't a matter of really breaking the suction, but I would stick my finger in and I would kind of press down on my nipple really slowly and just slip it out. Yeah. And then I'd slip out of the room for for like two minutes, you know, before they broke up, woke up again. But um, you can, you know, you slide it out because even if they're not a biter, my kids weren't biters, but they did. If I just laid there sleeping at night and just mm-hmm. left them on, they would sometimes get, you know, they get slack slack jawed while they're sleeping and they would just clamp down. Yeah. And that's not. Oh, my God. There yeah. were some howls in the middle of the night. And so and they I'm. Don't- yeah, they don't need to do that. No, they're sleeping. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the same thing when they're awake. If they're starting to, if they're done eating and you think they might bite you, take them off. Yeah. And babies also get very distracted as they get older, you know, like, and they're nursing and they're distracted and they're looking around and they're doing things. So you might have to, you know, think again about going to a place where it's a little bit more, less stimulating, where they're going to just nurse and not bite and move their head around. Um, or not like stop in the middle of a feed and, you know, look and see what's going on around them. That is another time when they're going to, you know, when they might bite too, is, you know, during that distraction time. Sometimes they also want your attention. So <sighs> they might like, you know, you're doing something else and they're nursing and they want to, you know, they want your attention. So they might bite. Uh, it's usually you can kind of pinpoint what what's happening there. And whenever a mom tells me that her baby is biting, I'll just say, is it, you know, when are you seeing this happen? Is it in the beginning of the feed? Is it at the end of the feed? Like, what are we, what are we working with here? And it's almost always the end of the feed, falling asleep, you know, like that kind of a thing that is typically what happens. Yeah. And so, and I think because, you know, like you were talking about before nursing a newborn and how different it is. And when, you know, when they're a newborn, we always say over and over, like, just put them on the boob, just put them on the boob, just breastfeed on demand, just put them on the boob and forget about it. That's the answer to everything. Just when in doubt, whip it out. <laughs> like, you know, we're constantly talking about putting your boob in their mouth. And then, and then you hear us going like, well, take your boob out, take your boob out. <laughs> like, it's very confusing. Like, you know, it's there's, but the thing is, is that there's just so many different stages and phases of breastfeeding. Where like what you're going to do and what's most helpful for you and going to help you through it are are different at each one of those phases. Mm -hmm. And so when you get into that kind of teething and biting thing, now you got to start paying attention. You know, you got to start like watching and start, you know, in a different way than you were paying attention in the, you know, in the beginning. beginning. Yeah. Now you got it. Now you're like watching to see, you know, 
if they're done. If the if you don't have a biter, then you don't even have to worry about it. Like you can just leave them on there and they can fall asleep, or whatever. But if you feel like they're going to bite you, then you're going to start taking your boob out. And then I think people cuz cuz when babies are are teething really really badly, you know, when you can tell they're just going through it real bad, the tooth's going to pop out soon. They want to bite all the time. Yeah. They might even skip feedings to bite. Yeah. Because they just cannot. They're in so much pain. They're, you know, it's, they cannot, they cannot stop thinking about it long enough to get through a feeding. And then people, that's a lot of times when people start reaching out. My baby's biting. He's not eating. I'm scared. He's not getting enough food. You know, I'm, you know, then people are worried. Mm-hmm. But really it's a short, you know, teething as well is going to go through phases, right? I mean, there's going to be times where they're kind of like gumming on things a little bit. Then there's going to be times where they're just like, it's just outright horrible. It's consuming them. Yeah. You know, and that's usually when the tooth is like about to pop through the gums. And when it does, it'll kind of even out again. But your baby's not going to starve through teething. No, they're not. And you could do like those little icy things or like, you know, cold things on their gums to help numb them out a little bit before they, you know, before you're going to feed them to maybe help with that make them more comfortable mm-hmm. um i don't even know like what do they used to do or gel ages and yeah. ages ago but we don't do that anymore so right. i don't know well there's, there's some, even anything there's these things called highlands teething tablets oh which i've are seen those yeah those homeopathic things i used them some people don't like using them um i think they used to have some ingredient in them that had got them recalled or something that's what, um yeah. i don't know what the status is of that right now so obviously you can look into it and see if that's something comfortable you're using um but i think the frozen like like get a washcloth wet mm-hmm. fold it up and put it in the freezer they make you can they can chomp, chomp on that yeah they may you can pump your breast milk and put it into like a popsicle mold they could suck on that yeah those are um, good ones too you know, anything that's cold is going to help numb their gums a little bit. And then just any kind of teether, you know, so they can just like really work on it. And the more they can work on it and rub on that to get that tooth to pop through, it'd just be better for everybody. Yeah. Absolutely. And if they're like, you know, if they're skipping a lot of feeds, you know, then you might need to pump. You know, yeah. if you're, yeah. you might feel like, you, you know, in order to, you might feel kind of full. You might go, oh gosh, they're, they skipped this you know, their afternoon feeding today, whatever. They're just chewing on everything and they won't, you know, they don't want to eat. Yeah. Teething's hard. It is. It's hard hard. on babies. (laughs) I know. I, 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 I think I've mentioned this before, but there's, um, a photo that, um, that of a, um, I think it's a, well, there's multiple now I've found, but I can put it on the website. There's like, it's a, 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 a picture of a skull. With the teeth um, coming in? Yeah. So it's the skull of like a five or a six-year-old. And you can see like the adult teeth pushing out the baby teeth. Like, and it's all up inside their sinuses and like down in their chins. Oh, my God. You just look at it. You want to die. It's like, oh, my God. You, You can't even imagine. I mean, maybe some of you have seen it. It's you're just like, oh, my God. I had no idea that was going on inside their head. No wonder they're so miserable. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. And I I see my, I have a, Jack is seven now. He's going to be eight in a minute. And like, I could see his, you know, he's losing his teeth and all this stuff are coming in. It just looks crazy. It does. I look at every day he's a new person because there's a tooth gone and then there's this like gigantic, 
adult tooth coming in and that they're not born with those adult teeth they're born with kind of like these little nubs that turn into adult teeth but but they're still they're huge mm-hmm. and i'm like you're there's a gigantic tooth coming out of your little head and I, that's i mean i don't and i think actually when they get older i he doesn't ever seem like he's in pain but no I, they don't babies are in pain when that's all moving around when those baby teeth are coming through oh god i know i know i and it's just such a they don't know how to communicate to you. You know, they can't communicate to you what's going on. So they're fussy. They cry. They bite. They're, you know, like it's just they're. Then you got to think, too, they're growing. You know, they're growing. So their face is growing. Their jaws are growing. Everything is different. Like we're constantly using new muscles, constantly adapting to, you know, new growth. So they are really like babies are really it's amazing when you really think about it, like all the stuff that goes on with them on a day-to-day basis and they just have to adapt, you know, they like, do. Yeah, I know. There's so much that goes on and we should definitely talk more about that after a word from our sponsors. Okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven health. The Milky's milk saver on the go is a mini version of the original milk saver loved by so many. The original milk saver is perfect for using on the opposite breast while breastfeeding to collect the letdown. But what about in between feedings or when you're out and about? The milk saver on the go is a discreet breast milk collection system designed to collect leaking breast milk when you are not feeding so you don't waste any more breast milk to a breast pad. The breast shells can be tucked right inside your shirt and then you place your nipple right into the hole. The unique oblong shape allows you to collect more milk than other brands. Each shell holds about one ounce of milk, and people are collecting several ounces a day to add to their stash. It's not a pump. There is no work for you to do. It also helps protect sore nipples from rubbing and chafing while they heal. Head to FairhavenHealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. And today's episode is also brought to you by Momzelle. Momzelle is a family-owned business started by a breastfeeding mom, and they are thrilled to be a positive part of a mother's breastfeeding journey. Momzelle is proud to offer stylish, comfortable, and quality nursing clothes and bras at a great price. I personally own a Momzelle nursing tank, and I've worn it out with friends for a night out on the town because it's so fashionable. You don't have to trade in your desire to be fashionable to own comfortable and functional nursing clothes. Wearing things that you love and feel comfortable in can help you feel good about breastfeeding anytime or anywhere. They're based in Montreal, so you can get an even better price with the current exchange rate. You're going to want to check out all of the Momzelle apparel, including tank tops, t-shirts, and dresses, as well as their nursing bras. And you badasses can use coupon code BADASS20 for 20% off your order at Momzelle.com. That's M-O-M-Z-E-L-L-E. This offer expires December 31st, 2019. And you can find all of these sponsor links and these promo codes at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, where you can also find our breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes, and you can also find information about how to schedule your online consultation with Diane. So... The bite, you know, whenever we do a Facebook Live, one of the biggest, like, constant questions we get is about biting. 
you know, what, yeah. what do we do? What do we do? So we definitely want to give you a few little things, you know, that you can do. We're talking about the washcloth and the, you know, the icy washcloth. Sometimes that can help get that biting out of the way. Um, you know, watching them, making sure that, you know, you're watching, see if they're dozing off. Another thing that we hear a lot is, you know, because if they bite down and you're not expecting it, you do like scream or yell, oh, yeah. or, uh, you know, like something, which usually scares the baby. Yeah. And that sometimes is enough. I mean, we don't want you to like run around trying to scare your child on purpose, but right. you sometimes that's enough for them to realize that something is, you know, like something happened and something's wrong. Um, I don't know. I personally do not know how quickly they connect those two things. Because you could be screaming about a spider, for all I know. No, you know, yeah. like, I don't know how quickly they connect I think it. all they know is that they're startled. I mean, yeah. I, you're right. Some people do say that they didn't do it again after that. But if they're young enough, they don't know. They're right. just, they just get startled along with you. But they I, don't know. They don't know that they're doing it. Right. They have they, no first idea. First of all, they don't know that you're a separate person. They're a baby. They think that you're just an extension of them. So they're not like, oh, that's my mom. Oh, that's her boob. I bit her. Like, they, they don't have don't any know. idea. They're yeah. just like, something's in my mouth. I'm biting it. Right. What might work for them is if they do bite, if you take them off the breast and stop the feed. Because that eventually, if you do it enough, will kind of relate to, oh, okay, that action got me this action. But it's not... Even that, like, that's going to take a little while. Hopefully your baby's not biting you every single feeding where you have to take them off the breast and, you know, say, okay, now this feed's over. But I I personally, I really think that, like, watching them and, you know, kind of paying attention to what's going on and, and trying to gauge, you know, at that point you kind of know, okay, my child usually, my baby usually feeds for, you know, so many minutes and then they kind of, like, you know, hang out or they're usually done by then. And so you kind of know, okay, they're going to be done. I can take them off. Before, you know, the biting would start. Yeah. I don't know if your kids ever did this, but I almost found this kind of entertaining when they bite themselves. Have you ever seen that? Oh, no. Where like, because, you know, like babies put their hands in their mouth, their fingers in their mouth, and all of a sudden they have these teeth and they have zero idea of what's going on here. And they bite down on their own finger. And they cry, like, because they're like, what? Like, but they don't know. But I thought of that. Like, when you said, like, they don't know they're biting the boob. Because they really, they no. don't. They don't know that they're cutting off their food source. No. This is just something that they, that they do. No. They yeah. to and, move those jaws a little bit. Right. Right. So that's, like, a whole separate thing. Like, I, you know, I really want people to understand that this is not, like, a breast. It definitely affects breastfeeding. But it's not a breastfeeding problem. Right. Like, there's a, this is a teething issue. Um, and they need all of these little, you know, things to kind of, you know, the, the frozen washcloth or the teethers or whatever to help them kind of work on that. But you and so when you're watching, you know, we were talking before about your if you're if they're feeding, they can't bite. And so if you you can you can either already know this, <laughs> watch your baby or watch a Google like video or something. Um, Google is approved for this particular thing. You can. <laughs> Find a video. But nothing else. Not of like, right. <laughs> um, you can tell by the nature and the rhythm of their suckling when they're drinking and when they're not. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, you know, short, short, long. Short, right. short, long. That means they're pulling the milk out of your breast in that long, you know, they kind of 
this long suckle. Yeah. Um, and then when they're not doing that, that's kind of just like short, 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 short. Pause, the whole time. pause, pause. Yeah, sit there. Mm-hmm. You know, and when they start doing that, if you've got a bite or you're going through a real hard time right now with biting, take them off. They might get upset, try to distract them. Right. You know, ooh, look at the trees outside or go for a walk or just try to distract them, you know, to give your, give, you know, give your nipples a time to heal. Um, and so you can be real pay attention to when they're feeding and when they're not just end it and try to just get up and try to distract them into doing something else. Right. Um, and so comfort nursing might not be your thing right now. You know, it can come back. But if you're really trying to heal from like bites and it's really killing you. Then you might just have them on for as little as possible. And the other thing that I hear people talking about are like sometimes they bite down and they don't let go. And then people don't know what to do. Because then they're just on there like. Like a lockjaw? You know, like a lockjaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They just kind of bite down because it's just like that feels good. You know, they bite down and then they won't let go. And so so there two things that I recommend. First of all, don't hit them. <laughs> or you know because people do they're like oh i just swatted them a little bit don't, you know you don't need to do that right um you can don't pull don't pull the baby's head out or try to pull your boob out because that'll cause more tearing and that cutting that mm-hmm. don't do that because they're actually literally like suction down there or they've got you between their teeth right and if you pull you're going to cause more damage so you can stick your finger in and open the open their mouths, break the suction and open their mouth. The other thing that people do is they pull their baby's face pull instead of pulling them away, pull them in. Oh pull yeah, them in until their nose is covered and they can't breathe. And their reflex, don't worry, their instinct will be to open their mouth to take a breath. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when they do that, then you can get it out. That's extreme. I feel like. Like, I don't know that, that I've ever had anybody tell me that their child was so locked on to them, so, had bitten down so hard that they couldn't get them off. Really? I hear that a lot. Do you? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So much that, you know, we had to kind of figure out what, oh my gosh. <laughs> what we were going to be telling people. Because, you had to get yeah. a plan. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's it's crazy. But I was actually talking about this with, um, with somebody recently, just this week, and she's a listener that... You know, I also um, know in other in other ways too. But she is a listener, and she was she was talking about the biting thing, and she had also mentioned too that she tells people because her daughter is um, like fifteen months now, and she tells people you know it passes. You know, it's not it it right. is a little bit of a phase, just like everything else, and then it passes, and you don't run into it anymore. And it's like you know that's a good point. I don't think we ever tell people that. I think you know like we don't think to say okay, yes, they start to get teeth. You might have to deal with some biting. This is what you do. If they do start biting, people say, what do I do? My baby's biting. But nobody ever says, you know what? They stop. They don't do this forever. Even though they have teeth forever, they're not going to continue to be biting. This is just a phase while those teeth are coming in and they're actively teething. And then they don't do that anymore. They don't do that once those teeth are in. No. And I think that's a really good thing to remember about breastfeeding overall you know the newborn ba- newborn days those those crazy <laughs> scary oh vulnerable newborn days those pass teething passes you know breastfeeding passes yeah it'll be over before you know it 
Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not, it's not to say that what you're going through right now is, isn't hard and it makes you want to stop and you know, all of that. Like I totally get it. Yes. It's hard. And some days you just don't want to do it anymore. Um, but you know, the other thing is I, I think that we forget yet, you know, especially when you have a baby, cause it's all consuming. It is totally all consuming. It seems like what you're going through is the only thing that you will go through until you die. It's just, it just feels like that big. And it's, I think it's really, really hard to wrap your brain around the fact that this, what you're going through right now won't be what you're going through in a couple of months. Exactly. Yeah. And I do try to tell moms that like, when I see them as babies, their babies are newborn or maybe even a month or two months old and they say, but I need to do this in next month. What do I do? Or I need to, you know, take this trip or I need to go back to work or I need to be in this wedding and the baby's going to be with somebody else all day. And that's, you know, a month, six weeks away. What do I do? And it's like that you're going to have a completely different child by then. You know, it, it really things change so rapidly. Yeah. That it's just, you're in these phases for a very short period of time. And I, I remember like I had, like I said, one of mine bit me. It was one of my twins bit me. And it was just one time. It was enough to cause damage. Like I had an open wound. But I, my thought process on it was, we're seven months in. I'm not going to quit now. You know, like it's it's right. not like that wasn't an option for me. So I had to figure out like, okay, we're going to have to figure out how to heal this and, and get past it. Um, Which I did try to find a lactation consultant. And she, I went to the hospital that I had them at. And asked to see somebody, and she came out and gave me a couple packs of lanolin, and like sent me on my way. She never even uh-huh. like talked to me about it. So this and this, ladies, is why I became a lactation consultant because like I had to figure everything out for myself when I was breastfeeding these craziness children. But um, mm-hmm. it really, I, I I didn't want that to be my end point. You know, I wanted to end on my own terms or on you know I didn't want it to be because of biting, right. So it's, right. we had to figure out how to get past it. And it, it's a phase. It's just a phase. Yeah. I remember when Jack bit me. I was sitting in the recliner and my husband was in the bathroom. And Jack bit me. I yelped. He cried. And I was like, oh, my God. I, he just bit me. I can't believe it. And my husband's listening to all this going on in the living room. And he's like, yeah, it sounds like nobody's happy about it. <laughs> and I was like, it made me stop and think like. Oh, yeah. He didn't want to do that. Yeah. You know, like he was crying like he didn't. He was like not a willing participant in any of this. Right. <laughs> you know, he's like, what's going on? Um. So, yeah, they don't, you know, not that it makes your ble- it doesn't make you bleed any less. Right. Or the pain to, you to know. hear that. Yeah. It doesn't make the pain any more any better to know that they're not doing it on purpose. But but they don't want to do it. And as soon as they can figure out how to stop and as soon as it you know, as that pain passes, they will stop. And hopefully you can um, minimize the damage and the pain in the meantime with some of these tips that we talked about today. Yeah, absolutely. So I hope it's helpful. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.